All right. Well, hey, what's going on? <laughs> uh, I had to restart my computer, so all my all my notes about what's going on went away. Here they are. Uh, not much. I I uh, Stella ate some plastic this morning, so I'm waiting to see if she. How'd she get that? How, how? Like, I mean, I know how. Like, I know, I know, like, I know the process of which it takes from your mouth to your ass. But like, <laughs> like, what kind of plastic did she eat? It was a plastic bag. She oh, was, fuck. yeah, she was mad. Uh, she was mad that it was like nine thirty instead of seven when I got up. Mm. And so then I had to, I had to pee before I could feed them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so she came in and she she was just mad that I was ignoring her because uh, I was kind of out of it. And so she just darts forward like a mongoose and uh, grabs like I had a like a, a plastic bag. Did you hear that? Yeah. She, she's out in the kitchen trying to rip stuff off the table. She's done with you right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, like there's just a liner bag in the trash can and she just darts forward and grabs a piece of it with her mouth and rips it off and looks up at me and then like i i jerk forward trying to get her to get it out and so she just like swallowed it as fast as she could jesus yeah like, what's your end game here like you know like i don't I know <laughs> i know i was just like what is this behavior yeah so whatever that's fine i mean i hope it's fine um you know cat drama she's just such a little old coot it kills me yeah so, she's got, like the old people problems yeah she's so like <laughs> she's always been so cranky and i that's what one of the things that i love about her is that she's just like uh when you know if things aren't going how she wants she's like i'm gonna find something and i'm gonna fuck it up yeah if the when we're at the vet like <laughs> and we're in the the waiting like waiting in the room for the vet to come in she'll just pace the perimeter and start looking up like what's up on those shell like what's up on the the counter that i can fuck up jesus yeah but she's super sweet too but yeah but you know she's but, sweet. <laughs> yeah but she's always like to ch- like she loves to chew metal like it's always so hard to try to clip her claws because she'll try to she'll try to bite the clippers yeah i mean we don't even clip these cats claws i'm not i'm not in the middle i'm not in the mood to lose a limb <laughs> you know yeah so it's just like hey like you know as long as it's not growing like inward in the paw you know yeah yeah that's good. not good so i made some i made some bread last night and like i put it to to rise overnight and then when i got up this morning it was like crazy sticky and i think i i don't know if i fucked it up because i I took my like my CBD melatonin that I take every night to go to sleep, mm, and then good. I was like, "Oh, let's 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 make some bread. That's a great idea." So <laughs> that means it's working. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's yeah. I so this morning like it didn't it didn't rise like like it doesn't have the like structure of a loaf at all. It's it's like I accidentally made focaccia. Mm. Oh, okay. So maybe yeah, maybe it's just maybe I didn't measure the flour right yeah i mean like you know you know i mean i don't make bread but the only thing i, I make is pizza dough and it's amazing how <clears throat> just a little off changes everything right yeah like it's so sticky which means what you need it more you need a little bit more flour right yeah i yeah. think so but so i just put it i put it in like a um 
a really a, a non-stick bunt pan mm-hmm. and i'm gonna let it rise and then i'll just bake it and who cares yeah i mean it's funny because i think two weeks ago i made pizza or three weeks ago and it, and it was the, it was so dense mm-hmm. and i need a little bit more water so then i paid attention to that and then it you know, I made sure it had enough water, and, and the next time I made it, it was amazing. <laughs> it's just like if you just pay attention. It's... <laughs> just like pay attention and don't don't wander around like a like a. No, owner. it's also you know it's trial by error. You know, like, yeah. You know, no, but not... this was like two o'clock in the morning, like right. Yeah, I couldn't sleep, and then I was just like, oh. Yeah, I wasn't on any bread. type of like CBD this stuff. You know? <laughs> I'm a little jealous, but you know, it's just a little bit of CBD. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> What's been going on with you? Nothing's, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, decent week. I mean, it's, you know, it's been, it's been all right. I mean, there was like this cloud was lifted and went south. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it was a strange, it was a strange, but it was good. But it was it was a lot of strange feelings that day. You know, I feel like. What is the scene? Is you wake up in the uh, you, the the shower scene in, in Dallas, and it was like it was all a dream, <laughs> right? You know, or like it was all a dream, but also your house is destroyed. <laughs> yeah, it's not destroyed. Like it's got like one of those blue roofs, like from Katrina. You know, the tarp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's so. There's there's not rain coming in, but that's about it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a honeymoon period right now. I mean, it, you know, it's foolish to think that, you know, everything. I mean, this country was never, uh, you know, at its, at 100% prior to, you know, to four years ago. But, you know. Yeah. I don't it, think I've ever watched an inauguration before. Same here. Same here. Same here. And, like, you know, just going, you know, like, hurry up, hurry up, get inside, get inside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, um, I don't know. It's so weird. And then, like. I don't know. It was a weird one too, like just with Lady Gaga <laughs> and J Lo. Yeah, let's get let's get loud. I <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a fan of J Lo, but I don't know. She can sing. I mean, so can Lady Gaga. Yeah. They can both. I mean, uh, they both could sing their asses off. But I just it was one of those things where I was just like, nah, I don't know if I just hurry up and go inside. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like. Uh, the pomp and circumstance sometimes, but I mean, I get it because it is like the ritual is important for yeah. some sort of normalcy, but man. But you know what was, what was funny and just made me feel my age was that um, like just seeing all those people, it just, it, I don't know. It just felt like, oh yeah, it's a work event, you know? Like, yeah. It, 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 <laughs> And yeah, I don't know if that's just how old I am and where I'm at in my own career, but you know, just the, the way that people were interacting, it just was like, oh yeah, that's that's work. Yeah, you know, that's that they're just they're doing, you know, what just because there has been so much drama and uh, around <laughs> around everything because it hasn't been remotely normal. Just seeing people do the you know just like little bit of chit chat before the thing, and then you do the thing. And then there's a, you know, there's a little more in- weirdness and like that sort of like awkwardness of, you know, like social interaction with people that you know, but then you still have to be sort of performative because it's work. Yeah. It, and and I thought like, oh, is that, 
is that the thing that uh like what do other people look at this and they see like oh like th these are the elites or because to me it's just like oh that's like an it, not it's not an elevated office job but you know what i mean like it's it's just another it's not so removed from uh i mean having you know obviously like the the fancy stuff at the capitol and all of that like yes that's very much removed from my work experience i'm not saying <laughs> i'm that fancy and i no i've never gone to like a christmas party where there was a like uh you know flank of of national guard surrounding the facility um but do you know what i mean yeah you know no, i do i totally know it's it, yeah you know and it's so funny that you say that because when i was watching it, it was like oh i would hate to be there <laughs> yeah you know it's, like it's oh. just being on, on good behavior you know yeah it's one of those you know because i don't like work events at all and it's just like oh all this fake networking I mean, everything you're saying is is not for me and like yeah when but i was watching it, that's what i thought i was like oh i'd hate to be there <laughs> But then it also was very, it was very moving too. Like just to see, like I was getting choked up just being like, oh, look at those people acting normal. Yeah. Like the, I don't know, like Obama basically saying amen, like play ball at the end of Amazing Grace. That killed me. And like when Kamala, or sorry, Kamala, uh, you know, when she was, took the oath, I don't, I don't remember exactly what Biden said, but it was just like, oh yeah. Like it was just, yeah. Just to have, um, you know, positivity and not this bizarre, just, I don't know. It's just been, every, yeah. everything about Trump was always off. You, you know, I, I, I equated to, like, you know when you get a new pair of glasses and, like, <laughs> it is the shiny, it's like your vision is almost, all of a sudden, like, so clear because the lenses yeah. are, are pristine. Okay. Uh, that's how I feel. Like, oh my God, I can see like clearly now. The rain is gone. <laughs> but like, um, all obstacles. That, you know. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just was like, oh my God, like this fog. You know. Yeah. And but then I I do think about like oh so is that the is that the inverse, you know, experience for other people? Yeah, it is. Of course, it is for anyone who supports. You know, because we were there four years ago when Trump was taken. The, the oath and you know i'm sure everyone who supported trump felt like oh i can see clearly now <laughs> right you know, um you know it, of course it is but i mean i think we're right <laughs> um yeah i'm gonna say i know <laughs> that's uh um because i don't think that you know uh, wanting better for everyone is not a bad thing <laughs> like right you know what i mean like um yeah you know like caring and knowledge is not a bad thing um so yeah one of my friends posted a meme that said somewhere right now the radical left is planning healthcare for all in community gardens <laughs> yeah yeah damn radical left with with you know providing fair treatment for all people <laughs> fuck sucks so bad also I don't know why this hit me so much, but um, I was reading something about the, you know, the redecoration that happens at the White House and yeah. specifically mm -hmm. of the, the Oval Office. And uh, do you know that the the portrait that uh, Trump had hanging in the Oval was of Andy Jackson? Oh, yeah. I, I mean... Yeah, and I don't, I don't know for you, but for me, I mean, like when I was a kid, if you had said Andy Jackson to me... 
I probably would have said like, oh, old hickory, but like it, it to to me, like I hear Andy Jackson and I just think Trail of Tears. Yeah, no, I mean, um, you calling him Andy Jackson makes me think that he's an old football coach, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, um, I yeah, I mean that guy. I, I, yeah, he's, he is, you know, Trump right. wishes he was Andrew Jackson, you know? Because, right. I mean, Cause like the whole, to the victor go the spoils. That was his. That guy you know. is, is a terrible human being, but I have like the one thing, his, his perseverance and resolve and not so much in um everything that he, um, cause he did do terrible, terrible and should not be um celebrated, but yeah. you know, like listening to historical podcasts and listening to his life in particular there, I do have a modicum of like, Holy shit. This guy is a tough son of a bitch Yeah, uh, for the shit that he went through uh, for like really holding on to rage. And maybe that's, that that's an issue um, for certain things and getting back at people. I don't know why I find that, mm. you know, somewhat like laudable endearing, <laughs> but um, instead of letting things go, but I, I guess maybe from one person who has a hard time letting things go to another but yeah, no, he shouldn't be celebrated, and that portrait shouldn't exist probably in the White House at all. Yeah, you know, and and I, I really find it funny because like he was like the first president to like when they had like the party at the White House after the inauguration, and he invited like all people. Okay. Um, like from like the people who supported him, like he was a populist president, and yep. like they 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 basically almost tore up the white house and from the celebration and, and the, the, the guys who worked there, like, I guess the main like manager of the white house was like his only way to get rid of them was to say they ran out of alcohol <laughs> and then they left. And, you know, I mean, the, the thing about it is like, you can admire all, all these people and, and, you know, all the wrong people, but even all the wrong people in in positions of leadership have, some sort of intelligence yeah you know what i mean like it, it's not and yeah i mean and, and you know it was like with dick cheney where i was always <laughs> like yeah he's an evil fucker but the lights are on exactly you know and like i said i'm not, I'm not saying we should celebrate these guys but no. at least recognize that they're not stupid uh um, yeah and you know and they had plans whether they weren't good plans <laughs> but like you know yeah it, uh yeah, I didn't. I don't. I don't know if I knew that or not. I know he also had the bust of Winston Churchill, which is also okay. a um, you know controversial in some regards. A lot of people respect him, but no, no, I'm not really sure about it. You gotta be careful, yeah. with Brits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about Churchill, but I did you. So did you feel? Did you feel better once the once the inauguration was done? I felt better when I stopped watching it. <laughs> yeah. You know, because I was just like, you know, whatever. The, you know. Well, you had had a certain amount of anxiety about was it really going to happen, right? Yeah. I mean, for, for weeks I had anxiety about yeah whether, you know, something was going to happen. And every step when, you know, every time we got over that one hurdle, like I just let out a sigh of relief. Like, you right. know, and then like January 6th happened, which to me seemed like the penultimate like um thing like you know right not the finale exactly june january 20 or yeah january 20 is the finale but june 6 was like you know 
the it's funny because that's how it, in, usually a lot of TV shows like Game of Thrones, like the second to last episode is always where the shit goes down, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and then the last episode is kind of like a transition from you know reconciling what happened in the previous episode and then moving forward to the next season or setting yeah. it up in some way. Yeah. Um, and it, exactly that's kind of exactly what happened. <laughs> like, right. Because yeah, I almost had a. I I I had felt relief after the election, but then I was surprised that I uh I was obviously upset about the Capitol riot when it happened. But then the I really I didn't sleep that well the night before the inauguration and I was just like, "Really? Hmm. Is that's interesting because I you know, that's not that's not typical for me." And not with all that melatonin. I'm about to say, I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh I don't know. I was just, I was worried that I I was worried. Like I, I said, I said to Margot, like, because she, you know, she worked at the Capitol on the grounds crew and because, you know, I've, she's sort of my con, my person who provides context for DC. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, are the, are the, are the men with the guns going to do the right thing? Yeah. Are they going to, are they going to do their, what they're paid to do? And I like I don't say that as a slam at the Capitol Police, but like as far as, you know, with the National Guard being brought in and I knew that like New York had sent a couple hundred cops down there and it's just uh, I can't remember if we talked about this last week, but the like, you know, in A Few Good Men that that the thing about the uh, like the you can't handle the truth, what he's talking about, like, I think that. Yeah, you want me on that wall, like. Right. I, I did talk about this last week, like that, that reality um, of how we maintain power when it comes down to it, you know? Yeah. Just brute force. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, you could take all the, the, you know, the dressings off or whatever, but at the end of it, it, it literally is brute force. No. And seeing, seeing those people at the Capitol, um, you know, charging the cops in a wall and, you know, yelling charge, charge and using the same military tactics yeah. that, you know, that I saw on like that, that TV show that I watched about eighth century England um, <laughs> back last year. Like it, that is like, see people doing hand to hand combat. I'm even on TV shows. I'm always like, what are you doing? Like, what is the point of hand to hand combat to go take a, like to just have like so much of the time when people fight over over it it looks like they're trying to gain the land <laughs> but they're not really trying to gain the land like they're just taking temporary possession yeah of of a place and then seeing if they can hold it right it's a battle or, yeah that yeah or they're just like basically you know beating the crap out of each other's armies and it's like what 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 is actually ga- like with trench warfare? What was less meaning meaningful than trench warfare? Like trying to take a trench? What? Was- <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. I mean, I mean, war is ridiculous in itself, but yeah. Yeah. I mean- so seeing seeing people doing that in the in the capital against you know against those cops, like that was really. Yeah, it's really weird because I, I think if you were able to pull every individual there would probably have been 75 different reasons for them being there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And none of them, none of them were based in any type of reality. 
um, <clears throat> which is scary. I mean, yeah, you know the the idea that you know your actions are honorable because you know you feel like you need to fight for this country. I mean, I, I don't know. Or the people who were saying, "Well, it was the president told me to, so of course I did it." Right, and who listens to the like? I mean, even like military, even like any military, if the orders that you're receiving is suspect, you have the right to to say no. I mean, that doesn't always work yeah. out well, but I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, but it it works better than ending up at the Nuremberg trial. Yeah, um, and so like, yeah, I don't, I I, I don't understand how possibly harming or possibly killing someone is. I mean, they did kill. They killed a cop. Yeah. But I mean, um, politicians as well. Um, I don't. I don't know how that's. I don't know how you don't see someone like a human being on the other end of that. You know. Yeah. That is not even trying to kill you. You know what I mean? Like it's not so. You, there's no way you could claim self defense. What do you? You know, you, I'm trying to protect the nation. The nation doesn't need self defense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but it's well, keep... it's a it's a it's a new dawn. <laughs> it's a new dawn. It's a new day. Yeah. Um, well, in the in the in the, <laughs> I was trying to do a segue. It almost choked. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. <laughs> I was trying to do a segue, and you set me up for it beautifully. And then I just felt congested and almost choked. <laughs> Uh, no, so like in the in the spirit of uh, of transformation, um, spring is coming, and we read we read a poem this week that on its surface is sort of about spring, uh, but that has a lot of other stuff going on too. Um, it's by uh, Tommy Pico, which uh, Tommy is someone who um, I became aware of from the food for thought podcast which i think we bring i bring this up all the time but that you and i went to this Mm -hmm. panel about podcasts at brick um back when we got started and uh one of the guys from food for thought fran was there and um food for thought is a, a podcast that's not about food uh it's these four guys who met at a writing conference and they're all gay uh, and there's uh, one white guy, uh, one indigenous guy, which is Tommy, um, a Latino and a black guy. And they all sort of bring, you know, interesting and in different perspectives. They talk a lot about literature, but in also just sort of random uh, pop culture uh, stuff that's, in a, you know, a lot of LGBT stuff and in a lot of sex stuff, um, because the thought is T-H-O-T not t-h-o-e-g-h-t which uh i did not know that word when we went to see them so you were like isn't that a dirty word well yeah it's that hole over there right (laughs) so i mean i mean oh right 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 um but anyway tommy is uh a poet and he's he's got i think at this point like four or five books of poetry out and so the the one that we read this week it's from um, his collection called Feed, and uh, it was it doesn't really it doesn't really have a title. It's it's just sort of dear reader. Um, and there's I think I think the a lot of his a, a lot of the poems in this collection just start with dear reader um, instead of having a title. Um, 
but what what did you what did you think or what did you what did you uh you know feel like it was about um so i had to read it twice because i didn't get the full um like you know, I, well, the first time I was reading it, I didn't really engage with it. But the second time, um, I really, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I had never read anything by him, and I, I, I just love, um, I love the when he is, you know, kind of just going through things in his mind, you know, and in a lot of the things, he, you know, he starts off. I've been thinking a lot about stretch denim that doesn't always <laughs> also have a stretchy waistband, and he goes by which I mean nature's cruelest disagreements. And then he, he's thinking about these things that are superficial. And then he starts to go into the meat of it, you know, yeah. um, which is this relationship that he had. I believe the guy's name is Leo. Yeah. And, you know, and how the relationship, um, I guess, didn't work out. But the <clears throat> what I like about the, psycho the psychology of it is that it starts off superficial, works its way to something that's, you know, still fresh and, and hurts. And then when sometimes when it gets too close, he goes back out to the superficial because yeah. it's like almost too hard to deal with. Right. And then, He's like, here's a joke. Here's a joke. Exactly. It's fine. And, and then um, and then he finally comes back to it. And then you get to the point where um, I guess Leo got married and has moved on. Right. And, and now they're now they're friends. Now they're friends. But you could see that it still hurts, you know. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's. It's also, you know, you know, like with regards to, you know, it starts off where he's walking through the High Line, I believe, right? Yeah. And, you know, he's noticing that spring and, and he's trying to equate, you know, love with, you know, plants and, and spring and how sometimes, you know, just because you, you know, you grow together, you can also grow apart. Um, yeah. It's really, it's really a, a beautiful poem. Oh, good. I'm so glad you liked it. But it's, it's, yeah, it's funny because he takes, he takes these topics that are such time honored things to talk about in poetry, like spring and love. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the way that he comes at it, I think is so, is so present and kind of fresh and you really have to, you really have to engage with it. Yeah, you do for sure. It's, it's, it's not one of those things where the meaning isn't there at all and you're just supposed to be where like they're not really saying something so you have to figure it out he's it's very but it's very dense and it just keeps kind of twisting yeah as you go um he's actually he's a really dynamic um reader of his of his poetry mm, I've, I I've seen him yeah i i saw him and uh joe from food for thought uh they were touring together do readings of their work mm. and uh he's yeah, he's very um he has he has a real facility with his his voice and is very aware of it as an instrument mm -hmm. and um he's talked about I don't know where I heard him talk about it but that part of that comes from uh like how he was raised that that that's culturally part of his tradition because he's um he's from he's from a tribe in California called the uh I'm going the Kumeyaay I actually, I actually watched a video about how to pronounce it because Kumiyai. it's, yeah, it's spelled K-U-M-E-Y-A-A-Y. And uh, the guy who I watched, he was a little bit older and he, he feels like people emphasize the A in the middle too much. So yeah. Oh, uh, I Kumiyai. see. There's two A's. So yeah. 
Yeah. Um, or I guess the the Spanish name for the tribe is uh, Disqueño. Okay. Um, but basically, they're they're the the tribe that was in the area in uh, in like around San Diego, so very southern California, and then very northern Mexico. Yeah, that would be Baja. like like the you know yeah like the indigenous of like um, South and Central America. Yeah. 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 And so they basically got batted back and forth <laughs> in in the you know the colonial stuff between uh Spain and then the US and then Mexico and then the US <laughs> repeatedly. Um but that's yeah that's where Tommy's from and he he actually grew up on the reservation there and his dad was the tribal tribal elder. I think they're I think the title is chairman. Um and I I'm not sure if he still is, but um like a big part of when I think his sort of education was, you know, see, and I think his mom held a position of um, in the tribe there too, of leadership. And so, uh, you know, sort of oral presentation was such a big part of, um, of how they led. And so I think that really comes across in his poetry and in the way that he reads it himself. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's definitely yeah. a read a rhythm to it, you know. Like, you know, I know I just, I keep talking about the rhythm, and like even when I'm reading it, I I can feel the rhythm, and also the the rhythm is on the page with the 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 line breaks, right? I mean, that's also yeah. how you create that rhythm. But it, it's yeah, it's clearly there, and you know the, you know when he goes into the, you know the meat of it, it's like it's like a whole paragraph. <laughs> it's like you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like this. Um, kind of like the um like a bruce springsteen song with the momentum 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 and then finally the release at the end um you know it's that i got it all out <laughs> you know right. um yeah it's funny because it, it's sort of such a chaotic presentation and none of the stanzas are are similar really mm -hmm. in structure but then uh but then it has such tight you know some of the sentences and some of the phrasing is so tight within it um but it's like like you said, he really does. He throws that. I feel like the the sort of um, jokey or like the more uh, surface level stuff that he throws at you in the beginning. It's kind of like a, um, you know, like waving, like it's a it's a distraction. It's like you know, waving the flag at the bull of like, oh, do you want to think I'm shallow? Fine, then don't engage with this. Yeah. But it's you know, but then it it's there. Yeah. Also, you know, you know, it, it, I, I kind of look at it too, like a. Um... Like you don't start a conversation with the heavy shit, right? <laughs> yeah, totally. you, you know what I mean. You, totally. you kind of got to get there, you know. It's like you know, if someone is, you know, seeking, con you know, con you know, some sort of consult with their friend or something, you know, they don't just go in and be like, "Fuck," you know. This, you know, my parent has, you know, stage four cancer. You know, no, they, right. they kind of like, "Hey, how how are things?" <laughs> it's yeah. like. You know, yeah, if people actually said how they were when you asked them, that would be tough. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, dude, people would have a lot less friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'd be like, oh, brother. Oh, there's this one again. Way to suck all the energy out of the room. Yeah, no, I, yeah, and, and you know, even like going back with what we were talking about, just looking at the, uh, as a physical presentation, you could see that the standards increase, increase, decrease, increase, decrease, and then kind of fully unload um you know i don't there are things about the the way the poems are on a page that also lend to um its interpretation um, yeah so no i like i said i i think the uh, 
this Tommy kid's going places. No, <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think that this is really good. Um, it definitely makes me want to read uh, more of his poetry. I think he's really good. Yeah, I think I've got at least one of a hard copy of at least one of his books. So if we ever see each other again, I'll, I'll loan it to you. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Ever again. <laughs> Ever again. Ever again. As if we don't see each other on Zoom like three times a week. No, I know. It's um <laughs> well, that was fun this week with uh Maeve, our friend Maeve was on um Law and Order. Yeah. Yeah, she was on uh SVU and she was the V. <laughs> I, I don't know how to Okay, I mean you're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> I've never watched that show before. I've never watched that show. It's amazing how justice gets served in under an hour. Right? (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I've, I've really watched law and order like since the Jerry Orbach days. So the, yeah. Are are the other law and order still happening? I don't think so. Okay. Cause I don't really, I've never seen that show. It's actually funny because me and Tracy were like, we've never watched that show. <laughs> I th- like back in the like back when we I was in high school and uh it was on I watched it every so often um cuz I like Jerry Orbach. Mm. Um and Sam, you know, Sam Waterston was on it. He was oh, yeah, yeah. he was impressive. Um I think Chris Noth the Oh host, yeah, yeah, the yeah. He was on it. Um but yeah, the, the I think what was the other one? Criminal Intent. It had that Leonardo uh D'Onofrio? Mm-hmm. Leonardo D'Onofrio? Is that his name? I don't know. Charlie D'Onofrio? But he, something D'Onofrio. But he was the, he just always tilted his head yeah. like a chicken. It was weird. Good old chicken. Uh so I did not watch that. And then the SVU, I I just I think it was I didn't really have uh network TV anymore. But um yeah, it was so awesome to see Maeve. Like she's worked so hard. Uh and it was it was really cool to see her have a yeah, was, um definitely a, a really decent sized role like that on there. That was incredible. Yeah. That's some residuals, right? I mean, I don't know how that works, but <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but good for her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. And what else did we Oh, I had I had my friends my friends uh Zoom baby shower on Sunday. Yeah, how'd that go? You had like eighty five of them, right? Like there was <laughs> It was it was three. Oh, uh, um, three. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. Three. It was yeah. It was one one to two was her family. Okay. Uh, three three to four was uh friends and church people, and five to six was his family. Wow. So it ended up being like sixty people. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, I mean, how, it was. How did it you was. keep up? Like. Like, you know, chipper, I guess, is the best way to put it without sounding. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see. I ordered pizza the night before. So during the break periods, I had pizza um, and I ordered them. I ordered them a bunch of food, too, because so, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be like festive, you know, even though it couldn't be a sort of normal thing. Um, I wanted them to have have something fun yeah for it so i don't know we just we had a little bit of structure to it but it, it's just like you have intros and then there's gift opening and uh chit chat and then uh I, I was gonna do toasts on all three but the families uh it, that wasn't that didn't feel quite right for us but i did you know i did a toast to wrap up the one with the friends um and 
it was i don't know once you would you have that many people on a call you know and there's a little bit of activity when with her opening the gifts and everything and um an hour goes fast yeah it's kind of out of your hands when there's a lot of people you're just like i <laughs> yeah like and i had a co-host too to uh to keep it moving so but actually what was funny was uh uh my friend's husband his mom uh wanted to give a blessing because i guess she's you know prayed a blessing at each of her grandkids baby showers okay um and which you know was we were all we were all for and so we decided to put it before the gift opening you know because she had said in a a regular shower you'd probably do it before the food but this isn't regular so what are we going to do so i said okay well just i'll you know i'll let everybody know Marcus going to open some gifts and and now you know, uh, Nate's mom's going to pray a blessing. And so I did that. And as soon as I did, Stella goes, ah! <laughs> and, and I said, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. That was my cat. And then, uh, and then she started praying and then Stella just started screaming. <laughs> so I had to, so I, you know, picked her up and petted her, but she still just like at intervals of about every 15 seconds was like, because your cat's possessed and she thought it was an exorcism. <laughs> What was funny was I I didn't have my eyes closed because I've stopped doing that um, when other people pray uh, just because it doesn't feel right to me anymore. And so everybody else had their eyes closed on the Zoom. And so it was just funny to see people's uh, the corner of their mouths twitching yeah. every time Stella would yell. Um, but Stella loves to pull focus. No, I mean, hey, listen, I mean, what? She's not allowed to pray? <laughs> right. That was that was her offering what she had. I mean, in church, when people close their eyes, it's, it's the time to pickpocket. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, what? I did not expect you to say that. That's funny. But why else is there, you know, to go to church? No, I'm, no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, so I had that. So that was cool, and uh, it was it was really nice. I think. You know, like in some ways, there there were a lot more people able to be at it than would be, yeah. you know. If, so, yeah, so that, it was it was cool. I mean, and she got you know when things, all all the stuff she needed. So when things get to some sort of normalcy, I'm um things will probably have baby showers in in person, and they'll probably have you know ones that are not in person. You know, yeah. Like we'll probably continue this trend uh, of having like Zoom stuff for a while. Yeah, just more more options. Yeah. Well, you know, now that people had to get comfortable with it, they know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what have you been up to this week, other than the inauguration? Oh, nothing really. I mean, we are we are vastly approaching longer days, which is nice. Um, and no, I mean, it's been you know, work's been work but you know just trying to you know what i've been really trying to do is like clean up uh i'm trying to like get rid of a lot of clutter and you know you know for as you know spacious as my apartment is there's not a lot of storage yeah and so you know we i mean i don't know i don't know if you do this but you know i, I we just hold on to so much shit <laughs> you know physical oh, shit yeah. you know what i mean like and yeah. you know just maybe you know just Every couple of years, I have to go through it and, and like chuck some more stuff and make more consolidations. Um, yeah, and it also feels it feels good when you do it, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's always I don't know. It's kind of hard in New York too to get rid of stuff because 
all of it has to be disposed of in such specific ways. Yeah. So you get like fines and mm-hmm. stuff. So like always figuring out like, you know, what gets what gets recycled and what can you put out for collection and and you can't really drop stuff off like you can, you know, where I grew up. Like you could just take stuff to a thrift store and it was fine. Whereas here, I mean you can do that with some stuff. Yeah. But... There's a great there was, I mean, you know, COVID fucked it up, but um they um, you know, like ten minutes away there was a not even five minute five minute drive, ten minute walk maybe. Um, a salvation army. You just go and you just drop all your stuff there and they close yeah so it's like oh <laughs> gotta keep it for a while yeah there's a goodwill that we drop stuff at sometimes but it's always interesting because there's a lot of people with tables set up outside it so they're always like uh like just leave that here leave that here <laughs> which sometimes sometimes we do but it's 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 funny. It's I, like yeah, running, I mean, running the gamut. To me, listen, I'm not. I'm not trying to claim this on my taxes. I mean, I'm just trying to like get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't need any paperwork. I just here. You want it? Take it. You know, like uh, plausible deniability. I guess I don't. I don't need to know where yeah. it goes. Um, you know, it's funny. Um, I started listening to uh, Matthew Matthew McConaughey's audiobook. Okay. Called Green. It's a, is it a novel? It's like a memoir. Oh, okay. It's called Green Lights, and um, you know, it's one of those things that I just wanted to hear him speak because he has such a, a cool voice. Yeah. And uh, all right, all right. Yeah, and like you know, it's it's kind of like in the vein of what we were talking about about the the rhythm and how he speaks, and you know how the the poet too. But I just was kind of, I wasn't mortified. I was just wondering, like he he opens the book with like all these craziness and talks about, you know, all these things and like philosophies and his beliefs. And then he, you know, he goes into like his family. Um, His mother and father were divorced three times and married twice all to each other. Oh, wow. And then he goes into like, they really loved each other and there was tough love and, you know, you know, you know, there were beatings, but they were because of different things. Um, and he, you know, it's kind of all, 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 all justified, you know, in his mind. And then he, he tells a story about when he was four years old, about how his dad comes home from work. Um, and his mother is just like, he goes kind of have some potatoes and she's like, oh, you want some potatoes? You fat fuck. Like really egging him on. Right. Oh, wow. And like he's starting, he's trying not to get angry and she's like just relentless. And he is, he finally like, you know, he'd had enough and she takes the knife out and then she's like, I'll gut you. And then like she's swinging it around. So then the father takes like a ketchup bottle yeah, and starts flinging ketchup all over her, the mother. And um, the kids are in the living room mind you i just wanted to and then um and he's like taunting her and like getting away from her and like avoiding the slashes and then finally they just embrace and start having sex in the kitchen (laughs) oh my god and he says this and like it's kind of like celebrated and glorified but there has to be some trauma there (laughs) like it's yeah <laughs> like and i'm just listening to this story and i'm like wow 
I'm, yeah, like if you want to work out your feelings, you know, with each other. I mean, I I don't think the violence part of it is cool, but like if you like want to, if you know that you're just fucking around and you want to like have, have like if <laughs> I don't know, it's not. <laughs> It's not safe. It's not safe to do it without discussing it. But like, I I get that people get worked up and they do stuff. But like, to do it in front of your kids, like, good God. Yeah, and you know, he he says he's four, and I'm wondering how he remembered because you know, we of course this is broken corners. We talk about memories all the time, and we talk about how yeah. we remember things and may misremember things. And I'm wondering right. how much of this is a mis memory <laughs> of sorts, you know. Huh. And how do you misremember or like fill in the gaps of what's going on there? You know, like, I don't know. It was a crazy story. I mean, it's a great story, but it's crazy because you're like, what the hell? <laughs> does he, does he have siblings? Yeah. He has two brothers. I, where does he fall in the, in the birth order? He's the youngest. Huh? I bet it's true then. Pro- I mean, it most likely it is, but like, it's still kind of like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah oh yeah wow so yeah um and you know i i actually um i i think you might uh actually enjoy because he went like him talking about his mother yeah and how like strong of a character she was uh-huh. i think you might get a kick out of it <laughs> okay um yeah it's so far like i haven't you know i've got probably third fourth drafted but it's really um there's just some I don't like audiobooks, but there's just some people I like to be read to by, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, because their voice is 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 a character in itself. Right. Yeah. No, and definitely some audiobooks read by the author I like better than just the random people. Yeah. I yeah, I I've only listened to two audiobooks. Uh Sean King, and this is the second one, so one and a half. Oh, okay. Um Back when I lived in Kentucky, I remember I listened to um, "Beloved" read by Toni Morrison. And that was that was cool. Yeah, that, that that was that would probably be cool. There was there was some audiobook I bought last year that I just couldn't I couldn't listen to it because the person's voice made me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Th- oh yeah, I think it was a Barbara Kingsolver book, and it was being read by a guy, and it just uh, didn't go. He was doing a lot. Yeah. It didn't it didn't go it didn't go nope um what else did i want to tell you oh my hair's growing out and if i don't put enough product in it i look like wolverine sometimes nice yeah it's doing a, it's doing an interesting thing i have to come to terms with it it's a new year are you go like what's what's the end goal here are we gonna uh, grow it out or are you gonna keep it you know high and tight <laughs> 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 yeah the high and tight is what i'm having the problem with uh because it is it is so curly so it just kind of grows straight up as soon like now that it's in this like inch and a half two inch length it's just going it's just going for the moon mm. um so i don't know is the um is the texture different uh i'm not sh- yeah a little bit i think it's a little bit coarser yeah. than it was yeah that seems to happen um but at least it's not uh it's not nearly as like when it first grew out 
after the chemo like it was very like uh wiry mm. and kind of weird yeah i mean yeah product yeah depending on what product you use i don't know it, it it'll help all types of product <laughs> it's just funny because i never uh because i haven't had hair like i think i had hair this short when i was a kid oh and i had hair this short very briefly right before i moved to new york but like you don't um like I, I forget that if I haven't done something with it, it's a very definite look. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, I'll go to the door or something like that. And I'm like, oh, right. My hair's sticking straight up. Yeah. It's just funny because I'm like, oh, this is what men have all the time. Yeah. Um, It's funny because there is a point when you cut your hair and it remains intact. Like it, you don't need to do anything. Yeah. And then like a week later, it's kind of like, oh, it, it, right. we're no longer at the stage of I don't need to like care for it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Like it's a constant, uh, it's it's just like a constant evolution that I never like, you know, because when you have longer hairs, like it's just like, oh, it's the same. It's the exact same haircut, even if it gets three inches longer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just down. <laughs> you know i mean you know but like you know like women with curly hair still have to worry about like like humidity and shit like that oh yeah so, yeah that's what i that was always funny to me like how my winter hair was so different than my hair the rest of the year <laughs> it's so don't what is like the frizzy i mean even yeah because my shit gets weird no i have a little bit of hair now so it's kind of like is what it is yeah no, the first time I went to Mexico, I was just like, what? I didn't know my hair was like this. <laughs> like, whoosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when a cat gets, like, nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it got all, uh, it got all crazy curly. It was, it was really surprising. Um, well, I'm, I'm off of work this week. It's exciting. How'd you do that? <laughs> I, just took, I just took it. Oh. I just took it off. I uh yeah, this is my this is my 15th year at my job and I get two extra weeks off this year. That's awesome. So, yeah, so I just was like, ah, let's let's get it started. That is um so how many like how many weeks is that in in total? Um <laughs> I feel embarrassed saying this. Uh it's going to be around 8. Nice. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. And I think that's before sick days. Oh, okay. But you get and holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think what I figured out, like the reason why I decided to take this week off was I realized that um I could basically take a full week off uh for eight months out of the year. Mm-hmm. And in my my uh like I work weird shifts in rotation with other people, so like I can't it's easier for me to take particular weeks off than others. So yeah, I just decided to, to go for it. I mean, but what do I have? I, I get, I probably get about like four and a half, four weeks. Yeah. About a month. Um, and then I get, uh, I don't even know how many sick days, but it's one, it's one a month. So what is that? That's about two and a half weeks. Okay. Six. So, I mean, that's, that's, you know, listen, take it. But yours yep. don't yours don't um carry over, right? 
we're allowed to carry uh five into the first quarter okay but with this but with this like anniversary award i can't take that if i haven't taken all of my existing time okay so i can't do any carryover for next year gotcha so yeah so this year that's why i was just like all right let's start taking some time yeah no why not i mean listen if it's you know, one of those things. I don't. I don't know if it's if it's a quiet time in your job, but if it's a quiet time, shit, take it. Yeah. You know, because you're gonna yeah. need it for when it's not quiet. Exactly. <laughs> you You have anything? You have anything? I know it's so hard to plan stuff right now, but do you? No, nah, I, I. This is the most like routine, right? You just get up, you get you go, you get up, you walk to your to your desk, go to work, uh, take a break, go to the couch, get up, come back from your break. <laughs> Uh, uh, I do have some. I have to quit the gym. Oh, the, wait, have you been go, going to the gym? I haven't gone to the gym in a while. I'm over a year and they keep trying to bill me and shit. So I'm having a fight with them. Oh, okay. So I'm like, all right, fuck you. y'all. And they're like, oh, you could put it on hold. I ain't putting shit on hold. <laughs> fuck, I ain't go to the gym right now. Like fucking sweat and breathe heavy in a, in a, yeah. like, how is that? Like, how, then they're like, well, you could send a certified letter or you could um, come in person. I'm like, I guess I got to go in person with all that. Why would you need to quit in person? This is this is because they know people will take their time. This whether they could squeeze another month out of fuckers. Evil. Yeah. Evil. No, I get that. But that's such a bizarre stipulation to be able to tell people you're not allowed. You're not like that. You have to cancel within like in the format that we tell you to yeah versus just like why can't you just send them an email <laughs> that's crazy i know wow yeah so you know hey it is what it is i put myself in that predicament so i have to take myself out of it i know that ha- i think that w- with meryl she had that with lucille roberts where they were trying to like take her money for three years or something <laughs> and i ended up looking it up and they're just like the, the the Better Business Bureau's like, yeah, this is what they do with everyone. Yeah, fucking Better Business Bureau. <laughs> they got no power. All they do is they're like they're they're like gossipers. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was like Yelp, where like they actually, you know, had a they had an entry for each business, and people actually had to answer for it? Yeah, I mean that'd be great. <laughs> you know, um, no, I mean, you know, years ago, um, Kira's mother used to work for the Better Business Bureau. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, they try their best. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, uh, you know, they got, it's like they got no teeth, those poor guys and men and women who work there. Yeah. <sighs> they're, they're, they're gumless they're just no they're not a gumless they're toothless <laughs> gumless is it when you're in bad shape i mean you can't even glue any falsies if you're gumless i was just thinking like no gums just teeth i'm like that is horrific i don't even know like what we're looking at here well that's yeah it's just the bones in your Oof. in your mouth yeah using them to chew <laughs> <laughs> Man, I I was thinking about recommendations, but I really this this week did not. I don't think I did anything new. There, but there's a new um, there's a new season of Hometown, my my uh, HGTV show. Oh, okay. 
So that's exciting. That is exciting. Uh, I, I too, I mean, what I would recommend is the, um, the, the green light book, um, just for shits and giggles. But, uh, other than that, there's, yeah, there's no real, oh, I did get to watch WandaVision. I watched two episodes that came out. That was the thing I had mentioned last week. Um, it's really kooky. Um, it, um, it basically like the first episode was like, I love Lucy. Mm-hmm. And the second episode was like bewitched. Okay. And done really well where, you know, you know, I was kind of like the people who created this were way too young to even, you know what I mean? Like to, yeah. to be so familiar with it, all these shows, but they, they really did a good job. Um, So, you know, I, I, I would, I would recommend it just to kind of like have that nostalgic, not even for any of the superhero stuff. Yeah. Because it was kind of fun just to watch like different take on those those shows. Hmm. It feels different this week. I don't mean the podcast. I mean everything feels a little different. The sun is shining. I'm looking out the window right now. It is shining. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe do you think? Yeah. Do you feel like the idea of getting back to normal still applies, or? I mean, I, I, you know, I had mentioned like there really is not a normal we can get. I mean, yeah. I mean, it depends on how you define normal. Um, you know, I, 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 I think that people need to. I think accountability needs to really take shape of what happened the last four years. Mm-hmm. I think um, whether it's you know the president, you know, being impeached uh and also like convicted um whether all the people who are involved i mean i i you know i think uh i think we need i think we need to do a spring cleaning of this nation that's what i think yeah you know i i you're never gonna listen this these people are gonna have these crazy ideas or hateful ideas and you're never going to you know really fully rid them rid the nation but at least you know education outreach um you know i don't know it but yeah i just wonder if uh how do we how do we balance out so people have always been sad (laughs) and and had had these sort of holes in their lives and how do we uh how do we not let or how do not how do we not let but how do we manage the that there technologically are ways for those holes to be filled that maybe aren't going to be healthy and that end up with this, this kind of situation. I mean, you know, I, I think that we have a a severe mental health crisis in this country. Uh, And I think that the stigma that's attached to it um, needs to kind of be removed if that's even possible. But, you know, I think it I think it starts with I think it starts with self care and mental health. Yeah. Um and, but I don't yeah. I don't know if do you think I I don't do you think that all the people who got sucked in were that it's actually mental health like that it's it's fully a mental health issue or the just or that they're like lonely and that this was something where they felt wanted mm-hmm. and felt validated. I mean I can't, you know, those you know those people are clearly not a monolith either but i think there's there's a large number of people 
you know, the idea of um, not accepting reality to me is slightly a mental health issue. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you didn't get your way. It's impossible. Like you're trying to bend like the fabric of like reality and space and time so that you can get what you want is, you know, mm-hmm. is, 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 it's, it's actually really, you know, sad. Um, and cause yeah. we've all been there when we listen, we don't always get what we want. No. Um, and I, I feel that almost physically sometimes where I can, I almost, I, it's like, uh, I can feel myself trying to reject what has happened or what is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I, I just, I remember when I realized that COVID was really a thing and like standing at my kitchen sink doing dishes and I just kept looking out the window and thinking, is, wait, what's happening? Something's happening. Mm. And, you know, like, oh yeah, there's a pandemic. Yeah. And, and my, in my head would go, no, there's not. Cause that, that's not possible. Right. That's not possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. Cause it's like, I too have been like, I can't believe this is where we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It just doesn't seem like how, how did this happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I But yeah, and then there's just some people who hide behind national uh nationalism, hide their racism behind nationalism and and Right. You know, that that's something that I don't, you know, know how you that's a whole other issue. Um, well, is there a more healthy way for people to have a sense of identity that comes with community without it getting violent? A book club. A book club? <laughs> <laughs> Knitting circles. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so happy that you had a concrete answer. <laughs> I really don't have an. I mean. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I like, not for nothing, like, motherfuckers gotta go back to work. Like, go build, let, this country needs to build something because go build something big and, like, put people to work because when you're working hard, you don't have time <laughs> to be all um, worried about, like, you know, America and shit like that. Um, well, that was actually one of the, um, I, th- I don't know where I was listening to it. Oh, I think it was a WAPO podcast. Um, but you know, they were talking about that, about how like people's, uh, this guy was talking about his dad and how, you know, his dad would come home from work and just sit down with the computer and from work until bedtime, it was just all, you know, QAnon and Mm. yeah. Yeah, So maybe it's not work. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I, 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 you know, other, other hobbies, you know, conspiracy theories are, 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 are very alluring and fun, but, um, right. They're just theories you know yeah. like um you know like i think they're more they're more acceptable than a porn addiction but they shouldn't be <laughs> I, I have a conspiracy about that no um <laughs> yeah i don't yeah. i don't i honestly don't know um yeah i i, I think because people are willing to prey on people who fall into yeah. these categories um it's always going to exist i mean you know you have your the the Nivixium cult and any other cult um there's always when you watch the documentary you, you see how people fall into to these these traps and they become like prey you know 
And then you you know yeah. you always look at the leader and you're like, how the fuck did he 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 doesn't even like, look that's, like that's who you're yeah that's who you're going with exactly that's who you're picking. It was like uh you watch Tiger King right yeah. It was like the the Tim Tim uh Tim Robbins ripoff guy who looked like uh like the the guy who had the harem of all the women. Um, yes. All his. Yes. All, it, and it was just like, ladies, really? Yeah. I mean, uh, well, you could say the same thing about Joe, but it was both like they preyed on vulnerable people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess. And animals. And animals. And I, I guess that's, you know, you have to, I guess, you know, work, you know, work with the vulnerable people, but you also have to like isolate the people who are willing to take advantage of people. Yeah. And, you know, that's. That's probably harder than the other one, you know. Yeah. And you know the people that always come out of it, you're like, when they have that 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 moment of clarity, you're just like, why didn't you like, why didn't you see this earlier? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> this is not a good story because I don't know who said it. Does the does the a quote like um, "We will always have the poor"? Does that? Oh, that really was Jesus. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. I thought it was the Bible and then I thought it wasn't. So like that got trotted out a lot when I was a kid. And I kind of was like, why are we accepting that? Like, what does that mean? But I don't, I think like the, now it it, it sort of feels like that same conversation where it's like America is such a rich country, Mm. even though there are people struggling I think in general our the level that we live at is so much higher than so many other places, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, credit cards is a wonderful thing, right? Yeah. Well, and and not just that, but like sort of the um, you know, basic needs of human existence are are for the most part met here. And I I I don't say that to minimize the people who are having a harder time than others, but the standard of living here is much higher than so much of the rest of the world. And so then as far as like, I don't know, this idea of like, we'll always have the poor, like it, it's not necessarily just about, um, you know, like Maslow's hierarchy of need that at the bottom, you've got things like, you know, food and a roof over your head. And then as you go up to the point, it's more about like personal fulfillment yeah, and sort of the more, uh, the less tangible things. I think I, maybe that's kind of what we're running into as a society Mm. is that, you know, people still like the, what the poor is. It's not, it's not just about what material things you do or don't have. It's like, we'll always have the people who are more vulnerable. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why I have marbles in my mouth, Uh, like vulnerable in different ways. And if we like, why I think it's very American for us to get angry at them. Uh, you know, just like how people get angry at sick people. Yeah, because like, like you're the- you're showing me a, a, a possible mirror image, and I don't, I yeah. don't want to I don't ever want to be in that predicament. Yeah, and I think I think that I don't know that feels like what's happening with the political stuff. Um, yeah, but then but then so I say all of this because this is what I've kind of like I've been grappling with, and then there's so much of me that's just like fuck those people. Which people? Just- the poor people. 
Well, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, like the oh, not the, like the not the material poor people, but the people the people who thought this behavior was okay. Yeah, like as as much as I can talk around all of it, of like I I can understand how it happened, and I think I don't I don't feel. I know I have my vulnerabilities and if they were like, if somebody pressed my buttons one after another, you know, like who knows what would happen. And, and maybe that already has happened to some extent. So like, I can go through this whole like spiral of like, Oh, sure. Sure. Burr. And then, but then also at the bedrock, I've just like, also put those fucking people in jail. <laughs> like you actually storm the Capitol, go to jail. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And of course. I'm, why not? They should. Yeah. There, the, the, there has to be accountability all over. And I, I and the thing about, um, I, I think the thing about like maintaining the poor, it, it, I, I honestly feel like people, <laughs> those in power don't want to have the real conversation about maybe you have too much. Yeah. You know, right. During this pandemic when, you know, like three or four billion, you know, billionaires are like making way more money and people are losing their jobs. It's like, uh i think you're i think it's time for you to start paying back you know like yeah and 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 you know once you start that conversation you're it's already labeled that it's un-american and it's socialism right and it's like what a fucking cop-out of a way to just like not have a conversation you know yeah it's like all right then fuck you then people are gonna die and be hungry isn't that kind of un-american maybe Right. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I. It because if it's if it's like if we're just gonna acknowledge openly that it, it that is American, like that that is the reality and always has been, and we want to continue that way, then then we you know would have to ditch, like we would have to ditch the idea of being American in the same way, right? You know, the ide- the complete ideology, it, and you hear it in the speech, right? conservatives relish the past while progressives are always saying we're striving towards a better America. So one is looking towards the future and the other one's just fucking stewing in the past. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think that uh, as a human being, as, as a person, I think every day we should try to, you know, strive to be our better selves and, you know, get up and do something different, enjoy something, read a book, watch a TV, like whatever you want to do. But like, I don't know, like try to be a little bit better than yesterday. I mean, that's what's the point of living otherwise. Right. You know, it, and maybe also it's naive of me to, to think that the way that I live my life um, is going to be like, that there are not going to be people who are always just trying to like aggregate wealth and aggregate power Yeah, <laughs> because that's like, that's not how we live but there are people who are going to do that. Like, just like we'll always have the poor, we'll always have the megalomaniacal. Yeah. And you know, the same people it's, I guess what needs to be rooted out is that, that mentality of like, whether it's preying on people or, you know, for cult reasons or just preying on people because I need more wealth. You know, I, I I own a factory and I'm not going to like increase people's wages and, you know, yeah, I'm talking to you, Jeff Bezos. I know you hear me <laughs> staring at you, Alexa. <laughs> I don't. Maybe it's because maybe it's because like I I uh 
I wasn't raised on it, but I like I loved Star Trek: The Next Generation so much when I was a kid mm-hmm. that 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 idea of like eventually, um, you know, if material needs are taken care of, then you know, then how do you still like you on like on on the Next Generation like they still needed to support each other, yeah, in different ways. Even though like you've got the replicator, so you don't need to worry about your clothes or your food. You know, but they still, there were still all of these like nuances to being human where you needed to support one another. And I don't know, like it's, it's probably, it's not, it's probably not going to get easier. No, you know, at any point, you know? No, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, well, I mean, I think wealth needs to be regulated and I don't think that's ever going to happen. When you make your first billion, do you need a second billion? <laughs> right. You know, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I, those are the things that are, probably will never change. And you know, you're 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 asking government to make these to fix things, but you know, they fix things for you know to try to make things function. But you know, there's until we have like the people who are severe, you know, real power, like know relinquish some of that money i don't know yeah i mean if we didn't have unions it we wouldn't even have the equity in work you know work to owner relationships that we have now true and then you know and then some people want to shit on unions yeah you know um i don't know and you know unions you know there's a lot of issues you could say with unions but you know historically there's a need for them so yeah i don't know uh, how do we get down we were so up before oh are you down no <laughs> <laughs> i'm up no i think uh yeah i did the i did the open up a giant you did it's a giant right. can well of, you know here, here's the thing and, and this is like you know like with the election of biden and him in the white house you know it only took us back to zero right now we need to start walking towards you know, positive, you know, like right. through actions, through conversations, through like, you know, you know, you can change the immigration laws, but there's still kids at the border who are locked up. You know, we right. need to fix the thing. There's still poor people in the streets. There's still, it's a lot of work to be done. Um, but yeah. at least, you know, you can, you can feel good knowing that, you know, those voices at least may be heard instead of, right. instead of shit on. So, that's that's where we are now and we have two years to do it (laughs) (laughs) two years yeah well let's see what do we what i feel like time's running out for us as well because we only have we have one more episode left for this this season oh we didn't make this penultimate episode violent we didn't like have a a... (laughs) (laughs) no this was the big finale guys and that resolution will be next week uh yeah so next week we don't have uh we don't have a specific uh read for you guys because we're gonna do our do our baker's dozen like we usually do and uh you know pull some little bits in here and there from what we may have missed over the course of the season so yeah if you if you've noted anything in particular we've missed feel free to reach out to us and and i i i one of the listeners uh reached out to me and had said that um They're glad that you know I was working on the sound issues because um, your cat was louder than me. 
<laughs> so I hope this episode um, sounds a lot better on my part. <laughs> well, your your levels look quite high. They look so. quite high. Yes, my levels. So yeah. I see that. Um, and who knew? All you had to do was um, go into the settings. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Uh, all right. Well, we will uh, we will be back with you guys next week and and hang in there. <laughs> all right. Take it easy. <laughs> Bye. Bye.